June 10th, 2007. It's a Watt from Pedro show.
journey. Outside, finding a breeze, kissing me. 
a smile appearing on my face, breaking into a skip, a sparkling world before me. Watt from Pedro Show. It's a very good day because we are back at the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point. It's yeah. been a couple months, brother man. We are in full surround sound See, now. Look at that slamming show. levels now. <laughs> you know, it's Big been a sound. Pedro Show when everybody is uh, <laughs> testing things. It's the flavor. The <laughs> it's part of the flavor. Yeah, the flavor. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, June 10th, 2007, and uh, Sunday. And we started off the show with John Coltrane, Cousin Mary, from his first uh, record that he made. And then we heard uh, Migu with The Planets, Venus, the Bringer of Peace. And I was telling uh, Brother Matt about meeting them, Shimmy and Yuko, because they're also the bass player and drummer for Cornelius. And they came and played in town. And uh, that was a trip. And they... We're digging on um, Popeye. <laughs> they, they, they saw the thing around my neck, you know. And I mean, maybe it was shyness or something, but their English really isn't that fluent in a way. But they were picking up on that thing around my neck, so it was like Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them together. It was a trip. Two as one. And, uh, and now uh, Shimmy, Mr. Shimmy's an inventor besides it incredible musician and he's got his special in the way the words he uses to describe his bass cable he goes from the amplifier speaker in fact 
Yeah, it goes a certain way. You can't plug it in the other way. He's got it with beeswax and you know, wow. carbon uh, pulled out of it and uh, all these kind of process and hand makes these things. And he says it has ma- massive horsepower. And uh, awesome. God, the words he uses to describe it was incredible. You know, I asked him about because on the Mika records, they got these great fuzz tones on the bass. I make the box. Oh, you know, I was like, wow. cool. Yeah. The sound amazing. maker. So I uh, turned them on to Bukowski and uh, women. Oh, know, yeah, you got the, so got the version for them. You can huh? get on that. Cool. Uh, uh, did you bring the camera? Yes, I did. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> because the mission, I told Brother Matt. Yeah. About the one year. The secret mission. <laughs> <laughs> so secret. Not so secret. Now you have tiny, tiny voice, huh? Speak, speak, Pete. Um, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. just how I always sound. <laughs> yeah, but we can co- uh, compensate. Say. Okay, try. Yeah, um, yeah. I always bring camera around, and uh, especially around you because nobody knows what you're gonna do. <laughs> unpredictable. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, um, unpredictable for me was uh, hearing that you now are the. Silent fourth member of the Nels Klein Singers. That's right. I am the fourth <laughs> singer on a in a band that does, Look, that no one's got real loud there. <laughs> that no one sings. Uh, yeah, I get closer <laughs> yeah, to the mic happy. for this one. <laughs> yeah, that's your all happy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have uh, some of the new Nels Klein, and uh, you brought it with your own music. But Nels, we played Tuesday night at Deep Piazza's in Long Beach, and um, Nels gave me one. Mm-hmm. Hope we're gonna bring play the song that you picked. Yeah, called uh, "Attempted." A lot from Pedro Show. Thank you. 
Salivate with my robot Don Cole vibrates. This goes out to all my androids. Full organic life must be destroyed. Stick it to the man, reach a metal fist. I get the victory dance. Go something like this. Robot rap, robot rap. We're doing the robot rap. Robot rap, robot rap. We're doing the robot rap. One, zero, zero, one, one. That's binary for have some fun. All you suckers do not compute. Shut you down, you can't reboot. A little bit of RAM inside your ROM. Computate the list of songs that program you for so much fun. The robot rap is the only one. Robot rap, robot rap. We're doing the robot rap. Yeah, robot rap, <laughs> robot rap. We're doing the robot rap. Uh, can't break dance 'cause I'll scratch the floor. Joints been creaking since I was four. When I dance, I do the human. Can't stop me 'cause I am Jam Man. Robot chicks are super fly. You'll know for sure when I wheel by. Flag me down with robo slang. If you don't speak code, then you can't hang. Robot rap, robot rap. We're doing the robot rap, yeah. Robot rap, robot rap. We're doing the robot rap, same word. Wave your servos in the air. No emotion, so we don't care. Hard. Old steely gaze. The robot life is the only way. Beep boop, beep bop beep. Roll your wheels, move your feet. Beep bop, beep it beep. The robot rap is now complete. Robot rap, robot rap. We're doing the robot rap. Robot rap, robot rap. We're doing the robot rap. Robot rap, <laughs> robot rap. We're doing the robot rap. Yeah. Robot rap, robot rap. Robot rap. Break yourself. <laughs> robot rap. We're doing robot. I guess that's called robot rap. You know, sometimes you get a CD, and uh, yeah, there's ten songs when you load it in the machine, but then you look at the art, and it's only listed nine. So it's like a secret. Secret bonus track. It? The secret bonus track. Brother Mac called secret bonus track. So maybe that's called robot rap. <laughs> it's by Scrubbernox. <laughs> And a guy named uh, Masa Kobayashi uh, flowed me this, and he's, he also flowed me a lot of uh, Culture Shock, a band he plays in. Uh, they're expatriates from Balkans, most of them. And they live up in Seattle. Expatriates sound strong. Do you? You're not an expatriate. Uh, right? I'm not ex anything. Fresno? <laughs> Maybe Fresno's one. Uh, Bangkok? Yeah, but you're born here. Here? Yeah. SoCal? Not in Pedro, but okay. yeah, SoCal. <laughs> <laughs> Only special people. That's right. Brother Matt. Pedroids. Right? He's a Pedroid. Too original? No, not P. Basich. Or maybe he was. It's mysterious about that. <laughs> I mean, to him even. Well, he's been here long enough. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he counts. Who was I uh, speaking of about that stuff? Somebody was speaking with me about that and how I had to confess that I'm not really Pedro. In fact, none of us Minutemen were really Pedro. <laughs> we were all transplants, yeah. but we adopted it. Yeah, such a young age, just homeland. 
So you think that was robot rap? That's what I'd say. Uh, if I had to name it, I'd name it okay, robot Pastor, rap. So that's robot rap. <laughs> I was uh, telling the cats here. It's only said about a hundred times in the song. <laughs> the guy came over from, uh, you know, overseas yeah. and, and, and... Made it happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, bass lessons with the flyers and your phone numbers tear off and... Like Bob Lee coming out from New, uh, Lambertville, New Jersey, and just you know getting the recycling. Yeah, that's some commitment. Yeah, and my experience with music is just so much different. I you know I just wanted to be with my friend as a boy. Mm. <laughs> Any idea about going to another <laughs> land or another town and just oh I will try my luck you know. Yeah, that's a uh, commitment I, and passion I'll, right I'll, there. I'm driven. I'm gonna a number one top yeah. of the heap. Whatever. If I'm gonna make yeah. it somewhere, all right. I just have no experience with that life. Uh, so it always impresses me people like that, like the way it looks like church bells. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you know, I saw, speaking of Wavos, that new puppet album, they, were, they played. I saw Chris and the Kurt. Puppets. Oh, yeah? The same week that Dinosaur. Oh, wow. I was at the Troop three days. I played uh, with Missing Men, too. I was uh, there three times in one week. Wow. I never go to that pad. <laughs> Okay, uh, before uh, Scorponox, that's the na their name, uh, with Robot Rap, we had uh, Rat at the Door, 100 Pets. That was a trip. And then Peak, uh, your pick with Nels Klein Singers, attempted off his new album, which is... Uh, Draw Breath. Draw Breath. <laughs> which is probably about some kind of breathing thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's no horn players. Is there any? Does Vinny guess on it? No. I mean, I'm asking you because you're the son of memory. Talk about that. How'd that happen? Well, um, <clears throat> um, last April, I went um, up the coast with nails to um, to to photograph their what I call it micro tour. It was three days, three gigs in three cities up north. Mini blowout. <laughs> okay and uh yeah so by the end of it um they felt that as if i was a part of this group and um and by the time i got a hold of the cd last la this past week i just went ahead and uh told them that i just officiated myself as the fourth <laughs> member and they all okayed with it <laughs> so that's that's how it happened oh so but what, 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 what in your head made you think because you were coming in on, on a mini blowout yeah you and thought that was Browns well I would I was just uh, hanging around take pictures and sort of just being kind of around them and and uh, yeah and I love this band I mean I just love what they're doing with the with the music so uh, like the Harleys yeah, and I like Harleys, and that's another story. I don't think I'm a member so of anything can, Harleys uh, yet. Cafe. <laughs> you can't, but one thing though, you can't be a silent member. Yeah, yeah right. Loud, <laughs> loud fucking pipes. Maybe that's why I haven't been one. Uh, when did you first see Nels? When did I first see? Should I call it here? Him? <laughs> uh, through a Banyan gig, it's. Uh, I saw him play with you guys. Yeah. Our kids band. Yeah. And then had that trip with you up north, uh, you and Nails. 
riding your oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. riding the boat. Red Devil Lounge. Yeah, that's the one. Um, um, so that's when I first actually you know, kind of met him. Tuesday, right in Long Beach, a few days ago. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, you had a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Up, you having to use young man in the opening band's guitar. Yeah. Wow. He broke his string and he didn't bring extra uh, guitar. I guess he never does. I guess. He's, he's fixed strings before, but when he put on a new one, that thing snapped too. So he yeah. just gave up on it, but he also had problems with his pedals. I know these guys are out now fucking pricks, huh? <laughs> a couple of things, dick extenders. <laughs> it's Sunday. Yeah, and you know, whatever. A lot of them aren't even uh, from our, from you. They come to town, too. Yeah, it's the end, end of the road. All roads lead to Pedro. Right, right. yeah. So it's maybe a cred thing, huh? Yeah, they come down, hit hit up walkers. We're getting little brother mad again. Go ahead, brother man. Hello there, friends. We're back, full sound. Oh, it's just maybe because you're sitting back. Yeah. Okay. Just one of those things. Proximity. Well, you you know, all your words are valuable. So, (laughs) have you get this down on that? Yeah, because I've met Nels a long time ago. He's playing guitar with Charlie Hayden's Liberation Orchestra. Mm-hmm. And um, incredible opportunity for me, a chance, because um, I've learned so much from him. And with Bob Lee, I have a black gang band. I don't think you ever saw that. Yeah. I think the last time we played was in uh, 1999. But I'm uh, bringing that back, and we're going to make a new album. Yeah. You can hear him... Because Steve Hodges could only do one tour, and that's why Bob Lee came aboard. But it's uh, Steve Hodges and Nels Klein on the Contemplate the Engine Room album, my first opera. But first, I have the third opera to do with Missing Man, but then I'll get to Black Game. <laughs> and I love playing with those guys. And I know Perkins wants to record more. Uh, Bang it. Really, just blowing something. <laughs> okay, that was hilarious. Tuesday's gig. I don't know. I I had to play the blue bass. I couldn't hear Nels really, and that really bums me out because he was on the other side with Willie. Yeah. But uh, that Perkins was on fire, and it had been a while since we played. Uh, a couple months. A couple months. So that was neat. Now we're having to have this gig Wednesday. At John Ed's Ford Theater, which is a, a beautiful little outdoor amphitheater by the uh, across from the Bowl Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it's so close to the Bowl. One time, yeah, I was, was doing a gig with the knee puppets in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they gave me a t- t- twelve <laughs> acoustic guitar. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not much of a guitarist. You know. <laughs> yeah, the Bowl was, was getting bummed. Uh, was, uh, he was running Golden Voice at the time. Here, you keep them kids quiet. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I'll be quiet. And I got there with my guy. It was fire hose days. And I played this 12-string guitar, man. Wow. Because we were too loud and we were bogarting on it. And the bold people. I don't know what band it was. I used to know. Maybe Mel Torme. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Velvet. It sounds smog. familiar, yeah. It's smoke. 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 So, and I had a, yeah, they make a stop playing. And, I, and then... The, the kids are getting angry and, and hollering. They pay money and they want to see a gig. Yeah, yeah and then Tobar gives me this 12 string and you keep them quiet. <laughs> Who's on guitar on this uh, gig Tuesday? It, 
Oh, a friend of Willie's, uh, the trumpet player Willie's got a friend named Clint Wagner from a buddy of his from Memphis. Oh. Yeah, I played in Memphis oh. since I last seen him. Uh, there was a Beale Street River oh. Festival, so I played right next to the river and that, facing um, West Memphis. And the Earl, and that's my uh, pops people, oh. so it was like a weird karma thing to play the game. Oh. It was in, in nighttime, maybe alone. We went out and had some pop, pop punk. The trip. The, the little girl shrieking. Uh. <laughs> punk is me. Some parts of punk. Some of it, believe it or not, very consistent with the first experience I had in the 70s. But other ways, it uh, kind of like new wave or fashion. Or or something. Yeah, and, and it's foreign. It wasn't even that rock and roll. It was really trippy. Uh, you know, hardcore at least has a backbeat. This stuff mm. was, yeah. Weird. Uh, well, I shouldn't say weird. I, I just. Yeah. It was a. Uh, I shouldn't say weird, yeah. So, <laughs> I'll leave it open. <laughs> if anybody was at the gig, uh, please uh, let people know about it. And why is too weak? Sesame things for other people, even myself, you know. I was just glad to do the gig. I had some great ribs at the Man, I was going to say, it's a killer barbecue joint there. Down cute. Totally. And a good record store called Ghana Records. I think they got something from Ghana. Cats. I went there and they turned me on to a bunch of things. Uh, there's a great guy there, uh, Jim Duckworth, played with Gun Club. Lives there. He has a band called Canine Arts. I, I got to play with once. I got to see Jerry Lee Lewis play. Uh. Yeah, the killer. And uh, you know he's an older gentleman uh. now, but he's going to stop playing because he's fighting in the front. There's a lot of baseball hats in the uh. beer each hand. Uh. <laughs> and it was so funny to hear the MC. Maybe I've already talked about this on the show, but it's new for you, so I don't care. <laughs> he's like, <clears throat> the killer's not going to play if you don't simmer down. Yeah. Down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Before he used to try to get him riled. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> so, so you pop out and do a little wild one with him. Do you think you pop out? <laughs> no, no. I think I was the only one of the Stooges that. Yeah, here's a Ghana record, uh, Harlan T. Bobo. But Peak, you got nails. <laughs> <laughs> I am the official. <laughs> I'm the official open, person to open, open CDs. I got something from the Feely. You remember the Feelys? Yeah. I played gigs with them and they made some great records. And Glenn Mercer has got a new record. And uh, the cat at Pravda floated it to me. What, should we pick it by the title or maybe put best song first? What do you think? Uh, what are some titles? Or, or, uh, like uh, Wheels in Motion, Get It Back, Two Rights, Here and Gone, Another Last Time, Days to Come. Real time, maybe wheels in motion. Is it a diamond something? No, cosmic wheels. Okay. So, uh, let's load it up here and play some Glenn Mercer, uh, former frontman for Feely's Watt from Pedro show.
It's all jumbled up and love struck heartache stew. This blood soaked cross country love affair with you. And it's too late for us to get out now. There's too much love. So pure, so I am a youth. We were the brave new lovers on the whole of something new. When I look at this rattle we've been hiding out in, I think to myself, there's too much love in this world. Yeah, this is Harlan T. Bobo. Maybe his Bobo. uncle. Was it Willie Bobo somebody? He was somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure you use Google so they get all your uh, personal information on a cookie. 
and use it. Uh, no, use it to aggressively guard your privacy. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, that was too much love by Harlan T. Bobo. Much respect to Willie, both Willie. Yeah. God, to the Bobo family. Maybe. Yeah, Bobo. to the whole Bobo family. Yeah, the whole. But maybe Harlan T. Bobo is anyway related. But that's on Ghana Records, a great store in Memphis. If you're in Memphis, go down there. Memphis and Check out their stuff. I got a great little Richard and some Bowie. Hello to Pamalama. Yeah. Right, right, right. And before that, we had the wrong song because I wanted a Wodka with black hair, but I picked the wrong number. So I got High Buggy with, uh, from Umabachi. I think Bachi's a pick. Does he play that Samson thing? Uh, it's just. Yeah, it's like Samson. this big fucking, I mean, even a little thing like Oh, this. yeah, it's like a big old. Yeah. It's a long ass thing. It looks like an ice cream. Not ice cream. Some kind of scooper. Trowel, like a chunk of trowel. Uh, it's a paint scraper, <laughs> something like that. But it's a huge device, and that's a bocce, so maybe that's something to do with that. And then we start with Glenn Mercer, The Wheels of Motion, from his new thing, former Feely Man. And we're at the end of the first hour, Watford Beach Pedro Show, June 10, 2007, Hold Tight for Hour 2. June 10, 2007, it's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
from Pedro show uh, that was uh, Phil Corey with Rock Cherry Palm great song um, before that we had uh, Super Dundudu well D-U-N-D-U-D-U how would you say it okay I don't want to foul up the Pr- pronunciation. I like dodo. There was no words, so I d- never heard heard it. Dodo? Do you? Do you? Do do. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Dun do do. <laughs> or dun udu. Dun dun udu. Dun udu. Maybe that's what it is. Dun udu. By Kaoka and Roger Miller, but not the one. Brother Matt was yeah. King of the Chode. King of the Road. <laughs> Sorry. Roger. It's Roger Miller of the Burmas. The real Roger Miller of the Burmas. Right, Mission of Burmas. Oh, now I know what we said. 
Should we tell them that they were redoing this? Oh, yeah, round two. And we're on the aluminum first. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, as is, uh, speak, is, um, honorary or invisible. Singer. Nels Klein singer, fourth member. Sharon Lee is a Burma uh, equivalent. And, uh, <laughs> I always get the uh, CDs and uh, pictures from her tours, and she's the roadie. They come in on, in the town, and I think she lives in San Diego or something. And um, so uh, you have a doppelganger. What do you think of that? She's cool people, though. Yeah. I've known her from, like, Firehose days, and she just loves Mission Burma. So do I, but I don't know if I could fly to their gigs and help out with each one I, I've, I've ha- been able to play a lot of gigs with them yeah. and they're incredible I think I'm in the new documentary mm-hmm. probably have me talking like an idiot but I love the band and I don't you know people ask you things like you know what did they do for the scene and I know from the Minutemen one you know it seems like a bunch of foaming up and silly but, but you like these guys you know and uh it's hard to put it in perspective without looking like an idiot. That's why it's probably good that these things, I haven't seen it yet, but they play a lot of the band playing. <laughs> Maybe less of the talking heads. Oh, cool. uh, the, the heads just speaking and going, yeah, yeah. we Like the, like you would include in the documentary some dudes like saying, I don't know. You know. <laughs> of course it's going to be a bunch of fan <laughs> foam boys. You know, yeah, yeah. Wow. But I really do like Mission Bourbon, always have. And, um, I got to do 1970 with him. I wanted to play Meat Puppets, but we'll find it. I'll get it on another show. Oh, and we started off with the song you picked, Peak. Uh, Fade of Funk by Mick Karn. Uh, Mick Karn, yeah. tell us about it. Mick Karn, uh, only little I know about him. He used to be in the band called Japan. Um, a very different band than what he's doing now uh he got quite a few solo albums and i've got i've got into him uh about summer last year and just amazed by the way he plays the bass and it's just different than everyone else i've heard yeah yeah Uh, he got his own unique thing with his fretless um um i'm just surprised he's not more known have you seen him live no i haven't he just doesn't he he hasn't toured since i Heard He's an him. English cat, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I remember that band. Yeah. Uh, Brother Matt's got a neighbor here, Dirk Vandenberg, who's an old buddy of mine, and he had the records. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing him at his pad, and I remember the singer had a beautiful voice. Yeah. And uh, but I can't remember their sound so much. But there was some fat bass there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Intense bass. And you know what some lady was singing with him? Do you know about the record? Oh, what? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know much Well, about you said you went and looked on the thing. What was it called? Uh, the Tooth Mother is the album. The Tooth Mother? I think, yeah. <laughs> uh, 1995. <laughs> uh, okay. I just took a quick glance. Um, um, it's kind of, I'm at loss because I'm not in front of a computer immediately looking up Wikipedia on this. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I, I I had an impression that he changes lineups and things. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, well, I'll check him out, Mick Carn. Uh, 
Brother Matt, it's been a long absence. Spin cycle. So I'm very, very hankering to get a reinfusion. So take it.
Nowadays it's not hard So keep your ears build I listen to every card Tokyo City's one place that we told Four technique plus two mix a bold Sharper than a Wilkerson razor sword When I was a child I played Studio One My table then I graduate to Studio One Cause these man on the boom you know that these my pseudonym And around my neck you know I wear the Sony Budokan Indigo blues you got me in my own shoes The people dancing in the shade for what they made So jam me in a circle This is the miracle that the print selection So whether you're black or white or half cast in your complexion Yes, pull out your phone or plug and tuck you in your phony It started by Marconi, resumed by Sony A summary of wireless, history and only But massive attacking only, exposione
We gonna elevate just to stimulate your mind state. We turn the rate, every sound where you dwell, 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 dwell. We gonna elevate just to stimulate your mind state. We turn the rate, every sound where you dwell, dwell, dwell. We gonna elevate just to stimulate your mind state. We turn the rate, every every sound where you dwell, dwell, dwell. We gonna elevate. Just to stimulate your mind, stay regenerate Every sound where you wow, wow, wow Every cell where you dwell, 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 dwell. We're gonna elevate just to stimulate your mind, stay regenerate.
They wanted me about Osama or whatever Picture me buying the scam I said never You in tune to a hard truth soldier spitting I stay committed, gives a fuck to die, I lose commission It's all a part of fighting devil state mind control And all about the battle for your body, mind and soul And now I'm hoping you don't close your mind so they shape you Don't forget they made us slaves, gave us AIDS and raped us Another push season mean another war for profit All in secret so the public never seek to stop it The Illuminati, triple six, all connected Stole the votes, they control the race and take elections It's the Skull and Bones Freemason Kill Committee See the dragon getting shittier in every city Who's the one with the most to gain? Oh, 9-11 motherfuckers couldn't stand his name. Now even niggas waving flags like they lost their mind. Everybody got opinions but don't know the time. Cause America's been took, it's plain to see. The oldest trick in the book is making enemy. A phony evil so the government can do its dirt. And take away your freedom, lock and load, beat and search. Ain't nothing changed but more colored people locked in prison. These pigs still beat us but it seems we forgetting. But I remember 4 September how these devils do it. Fuck Giuliani, ask Diallo how he doing. We in the streets, holler jail to the thief. Follow fuck waving flags, bring these dragons to their knees. Oil, blood, money, make these killers ride cold. Suspicious suicide, people dying never told. It's all a part of playing God, so you think we need them. While being Ashcroft, take away your rights to freedom. Bear witness to the sickness of these dictators. Hope you understand the time, brother, cause it's major. What would you do if you things we know? Would you turn it on? Oh, would you turn away to? And what if you saw all of the things that's wrong? Would you stand tall and strong? Oh, would you turn it on? So now you 
asking why my records always come the same. Keep it real, ain't no fillers, motherfucker blingin'. Mine eyes seen the gory of the coming of the beast. So every story, every word, I'm saying fuck peace. See, you could witness the Illuminati body count. Don't be surprised, these is devils that I'm talking about. You think a couple thousand lies mean shit to killers? Nigga, I swear to God, we the ones, ain't no villains. Or in the other word, they think to demonize a country. Ain't no terror threat unless approval rating slumping. So I'ma say it for the record, we the ones that planned it. Ain't no other country took a part, I had their hand in. Just a way to keep you scary, so you think you need them. Praising Bush, why that killer take away your freedom? How many of us got discovered but ignore the symptoms? Niggas talking loud, but ain't nobody saying shit. And with the fourth amendment gone, eyes are on the first. That's why I'm spitting cyanide each and every verse. I see the Carlisle group and Harris Bank accounts. I see them plead the fifth each and every session now. And why White Stag burns, see the public buy it. I see the profiling, see the media's compliance. War is good for business, see the vicious make a savior. Hope you understand the time, brother, cause it's major. What would you do if you knew? Do all the things we know. Would you stand up for truth? Or would you turn away to And what if you saw All of the things that's wrong Would you stand tall and strong Or would you turn and walk away What would you do if you Knew all the things we knew Would you stand up for truth Or would you turn away to much money they've spent trying to silence good people who have put their lives on the line to fight for change. given to us. It's a legacy that was left to us by centuries of struggle, by centuries of people, most of whose names are completely forgotten. The ones who created the freedom and the rights that we now have, and that will be taken away unless you constantly defend them.
Watch from Pedro show. There we go. Uh, with uh, Brother Man Spin Cycle. Thank you so much for cool. the jams, Brother Man. Cool, thanks. And once again, joining us, the Watch from Pedro show with the righteous sounds and vibes of uh, yeah, your spinach. Cool, thanks. Not spinach, but spinach. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then we heard uh, 43% Burnt by Dillinger's ex- Escape Plan. Pete, you picked that. Yep. It rocked. It you know, rocked. Well, tell me something <laughs> about that. It's just a song that grabs me by surprise this year. Um, driving around and had it on a mix CD that I put together. And it's just, it's just floored me. And I'm like, I love this. <laughs> and that's the only reason I brought it. <laughs> That's good yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're at the end of the second hour of June 10th, 2007, Watt from Pedro show. Hold tight for hour three. Uh, June 10th, 2007, Watt from Pedro show, third hour. And we're starting a new adventure with Mr. Jack Flanders. Jack! Yes. This is Tropical Hot Dog Night, part that one. Blue. Hey, Jack, you know this sweeping blipper has sent some weird jellyfish or something. (laughs) Mojo, I think it would have to be a rather large jellyfish. Hmm. Well, if there's giant squids, how do you know there's not giant jellyfishes? All right. What are you seeing? Right there. Hmm. It does look like a jellyfish. Mm Mm-hmm. I've been watching this thing, and it keeps growing. Interesting. That's exactly where we're headed. (laughs) I'm going to step out and take a look with my trusty telescope. Do you see that strange cloud? Where's that? At the far end of that island. Ah, so that's my jellyfish. Jellyfish? On the blipper. It was showing this giant, ominous jellyfish. There is something weird about that cloud. Hey, can you see what it is? Here, take a look at that cloud over there. Hmm. Not a cloud. It's fog. Is that where we're headed? Yeah. Quimalagro. Why are we going there? <laughs> Dominique, I have no idea. Hey, listen, Mojo. You take over the helm, okay? I- I'm going below the top body. Aye, aye, Captain Jack. Look how that cloud is rolling across the island. Maybe it's, uh, alive? Do you think so? Well, I don't know, but I'm seeing colors. In the cloud? Oh, yeah. Can I look? Thanks. I don't see any colors. Well, there's all sorts in there. Why can't I see them? Uh, you gotta use your third eye. There's no such thing as a third eye. There is. Where is it? Right there. So how do you see with it? Well, first you want to open it. Mm. Then you put in three drops of Mojo's third eye astral opening drops. Then you blink three times and you say... Oh, you wouldn't put me on now, would you? Who, me? Mojo, are you pulling Dominique's skinny leg again? Hey, my legs are not skinny. (laughs) I'll bet there are high fashion models who would give their arms for legs like mine. (laughs) Oh, man. It's you, Jack. You think I'm skinny because you have such a fat head. (laughs) Are you two at it again? Oh, no, no, no. 
just telling jokes. Is that true? Mm, some people tell jokes and some people are jokes. <laughs> oh, I thought so. What are we looking at? Uh, the fog over there. Is that Key Milagro? That's where we're headed. The fog is very strange. Maybe it's not really a fog. Jack, how far is the next island? Oh boy. Probably another hour at least. Is there something wrong with that island? I don't know. What do you think, Mojo? I hope that fog isn't a giant jellyfish. Otherwise, wee! There were now four of us. Claudine, Mojo, Dominique, and myself. We were in the Caribbean sailing a 36-foot trimaran. We were nearing a string of islands when we encountered a strange fog that was slowly moving across the island of Key Malagro. And strangely enough, Key Malagro was our destination. We docked in the marina just as it was getting dark. We found a place to eat. I was amused to see the name above the door. Captain Jacks! <laughs> Now that sounds like a real good place. I wouldn't feel safe eating there. Oh, Dominique, you can stay out here. We'll toss you a bone now and then, give you something to gnaw on. I'll tell you what you can do oh, with your no. bones. No, no, no more. Stop it. Let's go in. I'm hungry. <laughs> Mojo, are you coming? As soon as I stop laughing. <laughs> Claudine, when we were back in San can, Miguel... Can you pass the butter, please? Sure. When Bunny disappeared, we were able to find her because we all worked as a team. Yes. Well, I assume we've come here for a reason, just as we sailed to San Miguel for a reason, right? Though it took us forever to find out what that reason was. And? Well, you knew the reason. But the rest of us had to figure it out for ourselves. So? So are you going to tell us about that fog we saw? I don't know what it is. Did you see the colors? In the fog? No. Mojo did. Uh, I really don't know what I saw. Just some bright colors flashing in the fog. Did they look like lights? Nah, not like lights. Claudine, just tell us, okay? What? Why are we here? We've come here to see what is here. <sighs> I give up. What's wrong? Well, here we are once again, tossed into the middle of God knows what. And we have to figure it out. Except one of us doesn't. Because she already knows. But she won't tell us what she knows until after we figure it out. I will tell you if you give me a chance. Well, that's a change from Jack, the last will time. will be quiet? Okay, okay. Hush, Dominic. hush, 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 please. My lips are zip. All I know is that something is taking over this island. I don't know what it is or what its purpose or if it has a purpose, or why it is here, or where it came from. But then why does shush, it... Shush, 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 shush. Okay. We do know that the people who live here are being changed by whatever it is. But do you shut know... Up, shut up, shut up. I was asked to come here because we know nothing. Uh, may I ask a question? Yes, of course. Why do I have the feeling that what we're dealing with here is uh, some kind of monster? Yes, it has been called that. There is a monster here? There may be. We don't know. May I speak? Please. Claudine, what is your connection to this? I mean, what does this have to do with whatever it is you're doing? Whatever that is. Mm. 
That was very clear, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know if this is something that has come from the other side, or is this something that came into being here, on this side. How does it change people? Who knows? From what I've been told, the people who inhabit this island don't seem to notice that there is any change. Everyone in this restaurant seems pretty normal. I don't think they're vampires. I don't think they're zombies. What do you think, Mojo? No, don't forget werewolves. <laughs> you know, they seem normal, except when that full moon comes out. And then it's all over again. <laughs> Whatever the changes are, maybe they're not permanent? This may be true. No one seems to remember. They forget? It seems that way. Well, if this came from the other side, are you responsible? No. No, no, I I mean... How could I be? Is it your responsibility to do something about it? I will try to heal any harm it may have caused. So it definitely is changing people. We don't know. Is anyone immune to this monster? I hope so. Do you notice anything different? What? My point is... Everyone here seems too normal. Hmm. If we hang around here long enough, what's normal this hour may not be normal the next hour. Is this monster dangerous? Do you mean life-threatening? No, not as far as I know. But you don't know very far. (laughs) This is true. Well, healing is one thing. But getting rid of it, that may be something quite different. Especially if it comes from the other side. Hmm. And what if the islanders here like being changed? Good point. What colors were you seeing, Mojo? Uh, All sorts. Very very astral colors. What are astral colors? Oh, bright, radiant. Like rainbow hues, uh, no edges. You saw that? Oh, yeah. Well, that, that certainly sounds like the other side. Mojo, did you feel the colors were attempting to draw you to them? You mean like sirens luring sailors to their doom? (laughs) No, it didn't feel like I was being drawn to them. So, no chorus of sexy sirens offering up fantasies you typical men are such suckers for, eh? (laughs) (laughs) No, nothing like that, but I felt like if I stayed around it for a while, maybe it would start drawing colors for me. Do you see any fog out there? No, nothing slithering against the window. Not yet. Uh, Well, I'll bet it's creeping this way. Let's walk around the village. I want to see what it's like here. Today I went to Major Math to remaster my old album And on the L train in the morning I was pretty sure I saw Will Oldham He was wearing the same sunglasses he had on stage at the Bowery Ballroom Had he come to walk among the Williamsburgers of his kingdom And like the burgers of Calais will a sacrifice be demanded To offer up our dreams and beg for mercy empty-handed And hapless in our hipness crowded five to an apartment Relegate our dreams to hobbies and deny our disappointment Cause the Stones in 65 want total satisfaction, kid but the stones from 69 see grace in just getting what you need But if that's a victory, then I'd hate to see that I'd look like defeated Cause I know there are those who walk among us who seem to get their dreams unimpeded Like today when I went to major maths to remaster my old album On the L train in the morning, I was really sure I saw Will Oldham He was wearing the same sunglasses he had on stage at the Bowery Ballroom Had he come to walk among the Williamsburgers of his kingdom You might say, now there's a guy who seems to have the world laid out before him Or you might say he's just a rich kid or a fascist or a charlatan but either way you say it, if you look at indie rock culture, you really can't ignore him. And even if at 
fresh dismissive after some listens you'll enjoy it. I was thinking this on the L train intent on bursting my own bubble. How long should an artist struggle before it isn't worth the hassle? And admit we aren't fit to be the ones inside the castle. This quest for greatness, or at least hipness, just a scam and too much trouble. But then what makes one human being worthy of an easy ride? Born to be a natural artist, you love or hate, but can't deny what was minions in our millions tumble into history's chasm. We might have a couple apps, but we're still wastes of protoplasm. Like today, I was gonna waste some time and money to remaster some dumb old album. And on the L train in the morning, I was really sure I saw the Walden, who's wearing the same big sunglasses he had on stage at the Bowery Ballroom. Had he come to see the strife here in the gutters of his kingdom? Or us noble starving artists are striving hard to feed our egos. Our mothers like our music, and our friends come see our shows. And if our friends become successful, we'll consider them our foes. Go home to our four roommates after paying big bucks for rock star shows. What a nightmare, what a horror. I don't want no part of this. Just get me off this crazy ride. I'm gonna puke, I'm gonna piss. I'd rather kill myself. I'd rather just relax or not exist. What you say you wanna do an email interview? Oh, what the heck, I can't resist. Hey, mom, guess what? Today I did another magazine interview. Honey, that's great, you're really famous. Yeah, and I'm 27 too. I kinda thought I was gonna grow up and do stuff that would benefit humanity. But it's getting harder to tell if this artist's life is even benefiting me. Cause today I was gonna waste some time and money to remaster some dumb old album and on the L train in the morning. I was totally sure I saw Will Oldham. He was wearing the same big rock star sunglasses he had on stage at the Battery Ballroom. And since I was feeling a need of answers, I just went right up and asked him. I said, Will, Vine, Prince, Palace, whatever, what do you think about it? Is it worth being an artist or an indie rock star? Are you better off without it? Cause you know, maybe the world would be better if we were all just on creative drones. No dead childhood dreams to haunt us. A decent job, a decent home. And if we had some extra time, we could do real things to promote peace. Become scientists or history teachers or uncorrupt police at least. Come on, Will, you gotta tell me. I grabbed and shook him by the arm. The L train was leaving Bedford with 10,000 white 20-somethings crowded on. He opened his mouth to speak, but it was lost in the rumbling of the wheels. We were thrown together in a corner, and I yelled, Tell me, man, for real. You're living comfortably, I assume, even if you're not quite a household name. You've reached a pretty high level of success and critical acclaim. When the L train got to First Avenue and a bunch of people piled out, I was staring into his sunglasses, and I was really freaking out. I was like, Steamboat, Willie, Bonnie, Prince of all this shit. You're like the king of a certain genre, but even you must want to quit. Like, if you hear a record by Bob Dylan or Neil Young or whatever, you must start thinking, yeah, people like me, but I won't be that good ever. And then I'm sure the thing is, probably, like, Dylan himself, too, stayed up some nights wishing he was as good as Ginsburg or Camus, and he was like, dude, I'm such a fake, or I'm just a clown who entertains, and these fools who pay for my crap, they just have pathetic, puny brains. And Camus probably wished it was Milton, too, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, Will, will you be straight with me now that it's just us on this train? Because I was gonna spend some time and money today to remaster some dumb old album, and I saw you here on the L train, and I was like, hey, is that Bill Oldham? He must at least have some perspective, because it's like living in this town, and I get so confused and wound up and uptight, and I just don't know up and down. And then we reached the last stop, and the subway was deserted. It was a long moment of silence, and I let go of his shirt. I started to think that maybe I'd made some kind of big mistake. I tried to walk out onto the platform, but by then it was too late. His sunglasses seemed to grow darker, and still he hadn't even spoke. He just came right up behind me and put his hands around my throat, and threw me down onto the concrete and kicked my face in with his boot, and dragged me down onto the train tracks and tied my hands back with his coat. And I was slipping out of consciousness as he was slipping down my jeans, and he was punching me and humping me, and I slipped off into a dream. So it might have just been a delusion, but I thought I heard him say something like, artists are pussies, and he clumped back up and ran away. So I lay there in the darkness on the train tracks, cold and broken. The hours passed, and I thought, well, maybe I won't remaster that old album. And then I started thinking, well, maybe it really wasn't even Will Oldman, even though he did hold my arms and fuck me. Just 
just like Will sings in a soccer's evening. But whether it was him or wasn't, I couldn't forget the words he'd spoken. Ours are pussies like we're wusses, or we end up getting fucked. And other kinds of folks are dicks, tall, smart, and strong, and born to fuck us up. I know it sounds really sexist and stupid, it's a terrible analogy, but at that moment on the train tracks, it made a lot of sense to me. And it was just some kind of natural balance, like two types of mental gender that's gone on in all societies, in one form or another. Like some dicks are born to conquer, I probably would if I could, but if I'm just a pussy, that's okay, cause in a few months, maybe I'll put out something good. Confess that I killed the cat. The cat was speckled and fat. He was an angry cat, but I thought he was laughing. I confess that I hit my brother. Then I trapped my mother. Then I struck my sister. Her nose was bleeding I confessed to the priest one day He said, undress your soul and go away I undressed and what did he say? He started laughing I recall a big black bird He flapped his wings, the sound was heard over the town When he pounced on me I wasn't breathing I did it I said it I did it I said it I did it I said it All the time I did it I said it I did it I said it All the time I cried a million tears I've been crying through the years Too many wines and too many beers I'm feeling dozy I know that I'm not the one I'm a rebel, and a rebel is alone Wherever you go you'll find the same Everybody's breeding And you reach out, say that you're mine Make me much better and I'm waiting on time For the time when I feel like you So optimistic I confess that I killed the cat The cat was speckled and fat He was an angry cat But I thought he was laughing I did it I said it I did it I said it I did it said it all the time I did it I said it I did it I said it 
show Mr. Will Oldham with I Confess before that we had uh, Jeff Lewis band with Williamsburg Will Oldham Horror <laughs> that was a ramble and that was a horror <laughs> that was a ramble not much time for breath <laughs> incredible melody though And we started off with part one of Jack Flanner's new adventure, Jack. Tropical Hot Dog Night, which is also the name of a Captain Beefheart song. Yeah. Off of uh, Shiny Beast. Shiny Beast. Uh, last night I narrated a film. I've never done this before. I was a silent movie uh, deal. Yeah. A modern silent movie made by a guy named Guy Madden called Brand Upon the Brain. That was at the Egyptian theater. And um, there was 11 piece orchestra on the starboard. The port was at Foley. Three folks with uh, lab coats making all the <laughs> sound effects. And I hadn't seen it before. And the way it worked was there was um, a screen there that only I could see. I was standing in front of everyone. And so they couldn't see the front of the screen. But I was watching the movie like them, but there would be prompts, the count would come, and then the words would come up. And then there was also musical, like bars would go by for the conductor to use to prompt the uh, band, the orchestra, which was incredible. I played this piece composed by, uh, I, can't, I can't recall his name, but a cat in Seattle. Amazing the way it went with this film. And the film, the guy Madden made it, was shot in Super 8. So... It had this quality that was incredible. Not a lot of detail, a lot of flashing, but very dreamlike. Basically, I mean, I didn't know it before I did it. I was asked a couple of days ago, and so I was absorbed in it as I was spieling it. And it seemed to revolve around a young guy's memories of his uh, childhood and his parents and the orphanage that they had in a lighthouse on an island. And uh, I was at 10 o'clock showing, and there, oh, and there was an earlier showing, and I heard that man only for a little bit. I guess he wrote children's books or something. And he was very dramatic with his delivery. And, oh, and you know, whoa, what <laughs> that about? And I was prompted by the producer, Jamie, on certain things. Like he would fast forward, he had a DVD and a pewter, and he'd show me things like... Uh, Oh, this will be a man, uh, man scream. This will be a woman scream, and but mostly I didn't know where it was going and how the, the spiel came on, and so I had to react in the moment. I think that's what they wanted. So I ended up doing a real kind of sensitive take on it because I, I fell into the story and really empathized with, this, especially the boy who was named Guy, the filmmaker, and then the mother. And, just the whole thing was a real trip. And I, I didn't realize that it was like campy. This was people were telling me after how other people have narrated it. They've had uh, Lou Reed and Laurie Anderson and uh, Isabel Rossellini's on the print version. And I didn't, you know, I wasn't aware of this. I'm kind of glad I didn't. And 
pretty much read it pretty good. Uh, I fucked up a Shakespeare sonnet at the end, and, <laughs> which was a shame. Did really you have to do the screaming and all that stuff? There was a screaming. You had to do that. <laughs> yeah, I did get prompted on that. Oh, in fact, wow. I didn't just get prompted. Jamie acted out the whole four-minute come scene, and <laughs> she's being re- she's resurrecting her husband. She's they're harvesting uh, things out of the orphans' heads or something to make her young again. And, and Romania, they just keep saying Romania because the, the, the daughter, his sister dies. Sister, the mother's daughter, has a birthmark that looks like Romania <laughs> and so she's you know I you know I never was asked to do something like that I'm on a record so I didn't know you're standing in front of all those people and so I guess in a way it was kind of a comedy but I, you know I didn't really absorb it as such it seemed kind of heavy <laughs> to me or surreal or it was an interesting thing. I, one of the Foley people was uh, told me they've done 30 of them. They said I was much different. <laughs> so I was very honored. I think everybody should see this thing, uh, Brand Upon the Brain by Guy Madden. I want to see uh, other works by his because uh, it's an interesting thing, man. It was a trip, whatever it is, serious. So it was playing comedy. there for a while with different... Personality uh, every day. Tonight and tomorrow, and then it moves on. But there's, a, like I said, a film version. In fact, uh, there was a lady there, the distributor. It's going to art houses and stuff around the country. A few thousand. She said Spider-Man is going to be problems with that, but because that's a big <laughs> hit. But uh, because of, uh, most of the movies though are in decline this summer, so that will help or something. Yeah. Uh, this market strategy. I don't. Mm-hmm. Really. <laughs> fathom so <laughs> easily and really don't give a fuck <laughs> because you know you know what I mean <laughs> who cares I guess well the, well the thing is with movies there's a lot of money riding on this shit oh yeah standing next to me was a castrato right you know about that castrato is like a singer a, a man with no balls you know uh-huh. castrated uh-huh. so they have the high voice like a Mormon tabernacle choir kid right, right. there was probably bigger like that in the middle ages <laughs> they're like pudgy and soft or something like that because they got <laughs> clipped like stairs yeah so um, what a trippy thing that is yeah something to aspire to you gotta really like to sing I guess a whole lot <laughs> <laughs> they brought it on with you when you're younger and you didn't know what you're getting into maybe <laughs> So he's an you like alto? to sing, son? Huh? Uh, what do you call it? Like the high... Soprano? Soprano. Yeah. There's a guy, little Jimmy Scott, jazz singer. He was Lionel Hampton singer for a while. And he had some disease that never allowed him to go through puberty. So well, yeah. That's a good way to work it. Yeah, probably. Better than... This. Well, you know the eunuchs uh, in the harems, uh, Ottoman Empire thing, uh, because of infection and shit, they didn't really cut them off. They ground them. Ground him. Yeah, ground him. So he'd be still in the sack. That's more sane. But <laughs> that's yeah, that's much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna do it, ground him. Yeah. And I'm sure there's no that's you know. for <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why well, just clip him? So you like know, it was or something. 
That's steers, they tie them up so they just drop off. Same thing about the infection. I guess when you just cut them off, there's yeah, it's more harsh. Of, yeah. Just treat it like a mole. <laughs> it's funny too he's holding a hanky guy sits there the whole time he only has two parts where he stands up and sings wow and uh it's about an hour and a half him, huh? there's sometimes on the screen would prompt me like you get to rest there's going to be a little thing here and this chair didn't have armrests so to get back up was like whoa am I going to get there in time <laughs> you know it looked like a <laughs> I wonder if there's a lot of work for those down. guys. Huh? Is there a lot of work for those guys? Let's talk about it. Maybe something I can retire and do or something. <laughs> well, well uh, maybe some more music, huh? This yeah, is, uh, that'd be better. This is Japan tea. <laughs> <laughs> from Pedro.
Pedro show. Oh yeah, now I gotta read this stuff. Well, for tomorrow, 46 degree halo, and uh, uh, Yagabusi, <laughs> Japani. Oh man, I don't uh, recall. Cassiopeia, that's a, co- a constellation, right? Anurisma, or did I play that? Is there three songs? I think it was three songs, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, check the playlist. When I listen to this, I'll get it together. I got distracted I'm trying to think of the next ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, cool. man. And yeah, maybe I conked at three bells last night and I pedaled. Which was hard with my knee, I'll fucking sore it the way it is. You are listening to Heavy International. Oh, 
Live from Pedro Show. Uh, that was Abby Buffalo with I'm Getting Too Old for This. <laughs> Abby's 16. <laughs> but, you know, everything's relative. Keep at it, Abby. <laughs> and you, uh, go through cycles. Don't worry. Before that, we had Honey Bee by Matt Jones. And Liquor Bike, before that, with Biscript. And Discretion Assured by Shin Jin Rui, or Jordy's. You know what they are. You guys didn't know. No, I heard of them before, but I didn't know. You read the pension book, uh, Mason Dixon, one of them's a Jordy. I think Jeremiah Dixon. Uh, The Mix is So Bizarre by The Eternal started off. And we're coming to the end. Another Watt from Pedro show. So good to be back at the Love Grotto. Yeah, long long while. And, Beak, uh, why don't you tell people your website where they can see your photographs? My secret website. (laughs) That's peakness.com. P-E-A-K-N-E-S-S. Dot C-O-M. Dot C-O-M. Nice having you trying to keep it secret. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, let's see, a week from tomorrow I go off for three weeks with Stooges. I get to play Israel for the first time. Wow. And Poland. Wow. But uh, there's England and Greece in there, and uh, you can check the hood page, and uh, I got diaries and diarrheas. (laughs) (laughs) Check out my word, blather, spiel on that. But uh, thanks. Cool, cool. Come on, Spore. Coming down. Thank you. Our town. And all you folks out here, it's uh, June 10th, 2007 edition of Wife Pedro Show. Finishing up. Keep your powder dry.